653 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Dr. Ken Harris, our teammate from 1017 The Truth, joins us Wednesdays at this time. I'm glad you're here today because we had another story about a fight in Wauwatosa schools where I am a proud graduate, Tosa East kid. Uh, the most recent story, Dr. Ken, is uh, somebody tangled with a school resource officer, an adult who had come to school to try to solve a beef with a student. Wow. And that happened. And I wanted to ask you about, because I'm getting pushback for, to some degree, even talking about this, but also for having posted the video of a fight in the hallways at Tosa East. That was about two weeks ago. So first off, adults coming to school to mess with kids, I don't want to say it's a new thing, but it's happening more. What's the story there? Well, if you think about it, first of all, thanks for having me. When when you really think about the fact that adults aren't that far older than their children. In some cases, yeah, right. You have the same mindset. And so we have adults who who clearly aren't thinking straight, who come to a school, who don't understand that if you fight with a child, it's a felony. It's physical abuse to a child. And so how, how do you reconcile? How do you even reconcile going to school to fight a battle for your kid? But here's the weird thing about it. When was the last time you heard about a fight in MPS? It's a good question. I don't know. Me? Like, anything come up in the news recently? I can't recall of one right. that stands out for sure. There must be no fighting at MPS. Maybe they're just not going to school. I wish you could see the, I wish you could see the look Ken just gave me. <laughs> Maybe they're just not going to school. I don't know. But but in, in all seriousness, I think there's something about suburban schools that is causing that. I'm I'm hearing that even in the Chicago area mm-hmm. that there are fights in suburban schools, but you don't really hear it in these in these big cities. So the implication that I've gotten from some African-American acquaintances and then some people I don't even know on social media is that I ought not have posted the video at Tosa East because it involved all African-Americans, including an adult. Right. And that the the accusation sort of levied against me both overtly and in sort of subtle terms is, well, Mm -hmm. it was racist of you to even post that video because you're just stirring up these feelings, these anti-black feelings that this is a suburban school and this is where these young people don't belong. And I would defend my position to to, to post it. But nonetheless, the, what do you make of that reaction that I'm getting? Knowing of your journalistic background and <clears throat> being old enough to have I'm asking you to career, get, yes, yeah. give me a pass, Ken, but I'm not I asking think, you to do that. I well, just I want your honest reflection. It's really not about a pass. It's about being consistent. If there's a fight that breaks out and it's all white kids and you show it, it's consistent. I think the consistency has been there over the years. I think that people are hypersensitive. And to be honest with you, we've had enough every time something happens with black people, they show it. But I know of the same things that happen with white people that they don't show it. Mm -hmm. Perfect example is last year, year before last, there were like 400 and some odd police officer related shootings of African-Americans where they didn't die, but there were 600 whites that were shot. We never see that. And that goes back to who, who controls the media, who's the executive producer, who, who's the gatekeeper to get, you know, what's on and what's not. And I think it's just, it's just rearing its ugly head where people are just getting tired of it. Well, and so what about the suburban schools? Because I grew up in Wauwatosa, and I've told you this. I, I'm grateful for the fact that limited, as it were, in the you know late 70s, early mm-hmm. 80s, that we did have 
deliberate integration of our schools. There was never a time when I did not have black classmates, black teammates, black friends from 4K on. And I was grateful for that. And I looked at TOSA as a model of could this teach us if we if we learn to go to school together and it's no difference to me. Do we ultimately learn to live together? And TOSA, for all its struggles, has grown in its diversity, even residentially. Yes, it has. They have their first black alderman, you know, Sean Lowe. I I think what's happening is that we forgot that a generation changed. And Mm -hmm. we've just got a different generation that's there. No, you're right. I hate to say it, but but the millennial generation, that younger millennial Mm -hmm. generation, is completely different. It's like having two generations in one. And so you have one that are on it, school, blowing up the world, technology, killing it. Don't care about race. Don't care about gender. We're going to get it. These are my friends. And then yeah. you have that younger group that's just like every little word just causes a blow up. And so when parents are connected to that, that's what you get. Now, how do we mess them up? Because <laughs> kids develop how we raise them, right? Well, I heard that some, some, a friend of mine who's Gen X told me that they treat their kids that way because that's how we treated them. And I told her straight, that's a lie. Mm. We never treated our boomers, never treated their kids like that. That's a Gen X phenomenon that they have to fix. Dr. Ken Harris, our team in at 1017 The Truth. Always good to see you, sir. Absolutely.